Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Well, Steve, uh, the time has come, so let's just get to it. We're going to address what's been trending. Well, Um, here's the deal. We decided to just address it since it's out there. You know, it's one thing when we're dealing with gossip, rumor, and hearsay. That's one thing. You know, uh, I've dealt with this for years. But when it's not gossip... And it, and it comes from, you know, a, a, a reliable source, you. I mean, then it, it turns into something different. And so, you know, we, all of this trending stuff and all this here. And so after some deliberation, uh, we got together. Now, here's the deal about this strawberry letter. I have no idea what Shirley's going to say. Uh, I told Shirley that it was up to her how she wanted to address it. You know, uh, I did go along with this as an idea. I'm not I'm not saying I didn't do that because we talked about it as a radio family and decided this may be the best way, you know, because it's not it's no longer rumor. It's no it's not gossip or or anything. You know, this is this is something that's really touching us all right now. And so, yeah, this is not. This is a strawberry letter. And like, you know, I was, you know, being sarcastic when I did the tease last week. The strawberry letter is I didn't know uh, the subject was I didn't know I was going to be my own letter, you know, which is true. Now, oftentimes I joke about it because some of these letters sound like I was in it. But this one is. And so today, uh, 
the way I want it, I'm going to do it, Shirley. I'm going to just let you talk. Okay. Uh, I think it, to me, I think it's up to you to be as honest or revealing as you choose to be. You know, we can talk about uh, as much of it as you like. Uh, but I think it's an opportunity for you to say what you want to say and, and, and share your feelings on it. And then we'll have an exchange about it. Okay. All right. All right, All right Steve. I'm going to just start by saying that um, my estranged husband is in jail. Um, he's been in jail for over a year uh, since about the right after the 4th of July of 2022. And recently, some um, phone calls from last year between he and I were leaked. And uh, on those calls, you hear me saying um, you were winded going up the stairs at your home. And um, Marjorie looks at us as the help. And right here and now, um, I want to apologize to you and Marjorie for what I said um, as much as I wish I could, I can't take it back. I can't. I said it and, you know, I want to apologize. It was definitely um, not me trying to add to what you and Marjorie already have going on in your lives right now. Um, but the fact that these tapes were released, it does seem like everyone is coming to you, at, coming for you, I should say, at this time, including me. But in reality, the tapes have nothing to do with what you and Marjorie have going on. It was just me running my mouth in a private conversation or what I thought was a private conversation. And again, I apologize. I feel terrible. I make no excuses. You know, I, I, I said what I said and um, there's no denying it. There's no taking it back. Um, back then when the phone calls happened, I was trying to stand by my man, be supportive wife, you know, um, I'd been married to this man for eight years. Um, I had no idea that all this was going on with him. I had no idea. And the charges that he's facing are horrific. They are really bad. Um, and um, I for sure did not want your name mentioned in any kind of way associated with my mess. So I had to call you. I had to tell you it was a hard call, hard call for me to make. Um, but I called you. And um, I, I want to clear something up, Steve. Um, you did not introduce me to him. Um, I met him through a friend. Um, uh, I should say an ex-friend now. Um, anyway, so, so back to what I was saying. I had to tell you he was in jail. It was going to come out. I didn't want you to hear it from anyone else. I wanted you to hear it from me because I knew once the police and everyone, um, you know, got involved and they were already involved and they found out who his wife was and who she worked with and all of that, um, you know, and, and that's you, Steve Harvey. It would become, you know, a real big story because it's you, your name. And like I told you, Steve, when I called you, I didn't want to call you. I mean, I was embarrassed. I was hurt. You know, I, I felt so stupid and, you know, I felt betrayed, humiliated. You know, it, it was just terrible. I mean, I kept saying to myself, how is this my life? You know, police and jail and all of this. Um, it, it, it was just something that I didn't, you know, I'd never experienced anything like this. The police came, they took my car. Um, I was at the salon getting my hair done. They rolled up, took my car. Um, I had to have my 
stylist take me home. I had to move in with friends. I lost my house. I lost everything. Oh, and, and I, um, I have to tell you this too. Um, like on the day, July 4th, um, we were having dinner with friends and we were going to watch the fireworks after that. And so the fireworks didn't happen that night because it was like a terrible, terrible storm. So the fireworks got canceled. And um, when I look back, I, I see now that that was kind of a metaphor for what was about to happen in my life. The thunderstorms were coming. They were coming. Uh, the next day was the last time I saw him. He was arrested the very, very next day. Um, you know, I didn't even know he was arrested. I couldn't get in touch with him uh, later that day. Well, I'll tell you the rest later, um, how I got the phone call from jail and all of that. But um, we'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour with this live strawberry letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we're back, everybody. And our strawberry letter this morning, as you can see, is a very, very real letter. Uh, I'm not going to interrupt it at this point. Shirley was going over some of the key points about how she discovered uh, the actions of her husband, the date that she discovered it. She's apologized for the things that were said uh, about uh, myself and Marjorie in the letter. I'm not responding right now. I'm allowing her to tell her story. Uh, I think it's important that a person tells their side of it because like I said earlier, this is not, this is no longer hearsay. This is not gossip or rumor. This is real life. So, Shirley, you can continue. All right. Um, so I, I was telling you how I found out that he was in jail. Uh, I got a call from the jail and, you know, I didn't answer it because I'm like, who would be calling me from jail? I looked at my phone like jail. Where'd this call? You know, it, it just didn't compute. Um, so I just ignored it. But he got word uh, to me through one of his friends. They texted me that he was at Fulton County Jail. So um, the next time he called, I picked up and that was him that had called earlier from jail. And you know, he told me what happened. I I thought he would be getting out in a couple of days because that's what he told me. But of course, you know, here we are a year later. Those days turned into weeks. The weeks turned into months. And like I said, I don't uh, this. This is just on and on every day. It's just something. And, and my life has just been a nightmare ever since. And it's still going on, Steve. I mean, I had no idea that those tapes would be released to the world. You know, I, I knew that they were being recorded, but I didn't know that they were going to go out to the world. I mean, I was just trying to make conversation with him, uh, trying to, you know, just get him to think about something other than where he was you know um i was telling him about my day this particular day and that was the the day we were talking about um you know uh on the phone when i i said those things about you and the, the things that you heard and um the world heard um and cut to today um i haven't spoken to him in quite some time um divorce proceedings are underway and, and steve at this point all i could say is what I have is my faith. Um, if it wasn't for God, I probably would have, you know, lost my mind or something in, in this instance. Um, you know, people don't see what happens when these mics go off. Um, you know, who wants their personal stuff, their private conversations to go out to public? No one. No one wants that. I mean, what could I say to you after this, 
you know, happened. I, I was devastated. I, I mean, absolutely devastated. I mean, I thought of everything. You know, I could lose my job. You know, how could I face you? E everything. You know, what I'm going through is what I'm going through. You know, and I've been going through it for over a year. I just haven't spoken about it. You know, then on top of all that, these tapes come out and Oh, you know, I'm talking about you and Marjorie and you guys are going through your own private hell right now. You know, you didn't need me to contribute to anything, you know, and, and I, I thought back, you know, because I, I, I knew I had to say something. Speak on you created this created this term years ago in Los Angeles called reality radio. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is about as real as as it gets, you know, um, <sighs> Sure. And the reason I'm here before you now, I wanted to say it live on the radio, is because your name is in it. You know, we've been friends for a long time, Steve, and, and, and these jail calls were made public, and I wanted to give you and Marjorie a public apology and to ask for your forgiveness publicly. I, I, I just wanted to have a real moment with you. And, um, you well. know... I have to tell you, I've been coming to work every day because, you know, it's my only safe haven right now. It gave me a place where I could still be myself and forget my troubles for a little while, you know, and just, you know, do my job. You know, I, I want to thank you guys. I, I want to thank you, of course, Steve, Tommy, Junior, and of course, my girl, Carla, you know, for the space and the grace that you guys have shown me. Um, you know, this is a very difficult time in my life, is if you can imagine. You know, I, I just, I love you guys. We're family and I thank you. And I just want to thank everyone. I, I'm just trying to live. I, I'm sorry for what you and your wife are going through right now in your life. And, and I hate your names were dragged into my drama because you certainly don't deserve it. Well, Shirley, let me say this. First of all, what's happening to me and Marjorie, I'm, I'm going to address that. Uh, but let me say this, though. The, the devil is busy. The devil is busy. And the devil don't come for those he got. He sends those that he has. So now... With all this going on around us right now, what I do understand, though, see, this jailhouse conversation you had was last year in October 2022. But the devil know how to pile on at the right time. So this tape that was made in October 2022 gets released right, right on the heels of all of this to just pile on some more. And... I, I guess you say you know it was recorded because you know when you everybody get that phone call who ain't had that phone call Fulton County we please know yourself phone call this phone call is being recorded we come back we'll address some more of it this this strawberry letter look like it's about to be the nine o'clock hour so <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show all right, y'all, we're back, and uh, the strawberry letter has been extended because I think there's a lot that need to be said. Just to give you a brief recap, we opened up the floor for Shirley to tell her story, whatever she wanted to do. We didn't rehearse this. We didn't plan this. Shirley came out and apologized for the things that were said about myself and my wife. But I also realize, and I know, the timing of all this is important. 
because this conversation she had with her estranged husband was in October of 2022. The tapes got released right now. So, and then when you can throw my name on anything, because you look at all these stories, my, my name headlines the stuff. And so surely when it came out, she called right away, apologized and everything. Now, and, and so I understand that. And Shirley didn't want her mess to become our mess. Let me say this to you, Shirley. We have known about this right after it happened. But we can't get in nobody's marriage and just go, girl, what you doing? How, what you what you thinking? What you we feeling? We didn't want to say nothing. Right. They didn't want to no, say we, nothing. We didn't want to talk about it. Because we didn't want to talk about it. And we wanted to create for you a space where you could come to work and have some moments because I know what it's like. And you did. To mm -hmm. get beaten and eaten alive. And so it, it became for us, let's just be there for her. And when you want to tell us, when you will tell us yes. when you're ready. Now, good thing you had Monica, Mississippi Monica, who has been with you this whole ride. You did confide in her. Mm -hmm. So Monica would keep us posted but until you wanted to invite us in, we were just left over here as a support system. And well, so we I were say, just, yes. I'm course. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but can I just say this? Is I, I look at you guys as my family, you know? We, we all are family. You know, a lot of times we, we, there was a time when we saw each other more than we saw our actual families. And, you know, it was just so hard for me to, to to, I'm, a, I'm a private person, you know, but we all have our stuff. We talk afterwards. We're friends. We're all that. It was just hard for me to bring this particular thing up. I, I was just so embarrassed, you know, and humiliated. And I, I just felt like a fool. I felt so stupid. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't. I, it's not that I didn't want to talk about it. I, I just couldn't find the words. And that's the honest to God's truth. I just couldn't come to you guys you know if you had come to me i would have opened up but I, you know i understand but i just i couldn't it was too much it was just too much for me at that time you know okay surely we get it hang on uh this strawberry letter has been extended this is important y'all we'll be back with more of the steve harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show we're back on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, we've been addressing it all. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on the recap because we got so yeah. many things to go over. But if you've been listening, you've been listening. If you haven't, then you just got to get bought up to speed. We're on the iHeart app. You can play it all day long. You can hear this whole interview. Shirley opened up with the apology to me and my wife. And uh, I, I was wanted to make you all aware of the timing of it. You know, uh, my wife and me, we've been getting beat up for the past two weeks. But when... Black representation is so important, it lets you know you can dream and realize those dreams. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found at NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means
means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When something like this happens, you know, we, our motto has always been to never address bloggers. Right. And we don't, right. we don't give it no room or steam. No life. No, no, nothing. Cause we know who we are and we know whose we are. And so we don't, we don't address bloggers. When this came out, it's a little bit different because it's not gossip, rumor, or, or malicious lie. It came from the inside circle. Because we are inside circle. We are family. And so when it came out, you know, Marjorie is on baby watch right now. We got another grandchild coming and the baby's due any minute. So Marjorie's over there on baby watch. She's just doing grandmama duties. And Marjorie don't really get into all this right here. And so I didn't really, you know, look, I'm so used to getting beat up. But I didn't know how Marjorie was feeling about everything that's out there because these these bottom feeders are just beating my wife up and even though we've made a conscious effort and we said we're not going to address it I'm I'm tired of it 
And so when this came out, this how the devil worked. I'm going to pile it on. I'm going to go get somebody that worked for me. Because one more time, God don't come. God, the devil don't come for those he got. He sends the ones he has. So now I'm going to get me a government employee that needs some money that work in Fulton County. I'm going to get a hold of him. I'm going to release these tapes. I'm going to get him to need a little bit of money. I'm going to give it to this female blogger and she's going to get a little bit of money and now I'm going to soak them. But the timing of it was ugly because of everything else that's going on right now. And right. and 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 it made it look like Shirley was piling on. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't her intent, but it happened. It, like, I, like I say, I understand. What I'm, the part I'm coming with now is because it done got, it's been so ugly for my wife, man. And see, this is what I've never done before. It's been so ugly for my wife. And I've stood there trying not to say nothing, but I'm not a blog. We, me, Shirley, Carla, Tommy, Mississippi Jr., we ain't a blog. We're a real media platform. And I don't know if you all know what it's like to wake up every morning that we get up and our job and mission is to brighten your day. And it don't matter how dark our day is. We got the job to be the morning show and we got to put on the show and Tommy come in here with, 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 with Junior come in here off a crisis with sickle cell. Tommy come in here with bad news. Tommy get hit with cancer. Shirley going through her life right here. C Carla got a whole family over here. Everybody got crosses to bear. But we got to come in here anyway, and we got to be the morning show. In spite of what's happening in our life, when it ain't funny or fun or inspirational or motivational or informative at all, we just in here trying to make it. So I get it. So what I'm about to do now is clear up a few things. And, and, and the, you know, the comment that came out, it was untimely. You know, but that's why we don't have people in our house. That's why we don't, we don't that's, 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 that's why a whole lot of stuff we don't do. But when I come back, we'll be back. And my fat wheezing ass are straightening all this out. Stop. I said I was sorry. I'm <laughs> but I'm just going to be clear about concerned. that. I just want my fat wheezing ass going up these no, steps. I'm going to be back. I'm not going to let that go. You were winded, though. Well, you, you sorry all you want. Hell, that's what I heard. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. And um, this morning, we've been dealing with everything. So I hope you've been up because... Uh, I, I'm not going to recap because it takes too much time. Uh, my wife and I talked about this and I prayed about this and Marjorie told me, Steve, drop it, let it go. But I see my wife's face and I see the pain she been in. And she ain't just been in this pain for two weeks. She been in this pain for 17 years with me. And so now what I want to do right now, I want to tell you something about my wife. Because we sitting up in here and we dealing with stuff and that y'all just printing lies and rumors and the, the viciousness of it is what I'm finna talk about. Now, let me tell you something. Normally, we don't care nothing about your blogs and all this here. But I'm really tired of y'all, man. And you know the sad thing behind all of this? 
the majority of these blogs, they black people. The very people that we try to uphold and uplift the most. What all of our foundation is about, is about saving and changing the lives of young black people. And then it's the black bloggers that's the nastiest when it comes to all of us. And that's that's the part I want to I want to get at. And then I'm gonna let it go because after today ain't no more. After today there will be no more. So when we come back, we'll be more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm so sick of this strawberry letter. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. Here's the deal. I'm gonna do a list of facts. My wife asked me not to do it. Because she said, Steve, all them haters going to do is flip anything you say in reverse. Well, you're doing it anyway. And you're out there just lying about my girl. And you're tearing away at her character. And I don't like what you're doing to her. I don't like the timing of this jailhouse release because it just seemed like it added more and it came from the inside. I'm tired. But she got to be tired. The woman I married is a good woman. She the best thing ever happened to me. She's God-fearing. She's loyal. She's faithful. And she's a kind and loving person. I don't care what nobody said. And y'all quit talking about she was in my other marriage and ruined it. She didn't. She was nowhere around that. My marriage, I got divorced in 2005. My marriage was over when the Kings of Comedy was out. Y'all ain't know that though, did you? It was over then. It took us this long to get to the divorce. That's when the uh, official paperwork came out. But in 2005, let me hip you to something. I had nothing. I lost the radio show we were on in L.A. on March 23rd, and I lost the only TV show I had, May 10th. Steve Harvey had no money. Got with Marjorie again on New Year's Eve, met her, talked to her. She was with her kids in Hawaii. We got together in 2006. We had nothing. She didn't marry into no lap of riches. I had nothing. When I asked her to marry me at the end of 2006, and, I, and then she said she wanted to get married in 2007. I sold it too soon. I, I got to get some stuff together. She said, what? I said, baby, I ain't really got nothing. I'm trying to build. She said, I'm going to get in there and build with you. We got married in 2007. Do you know what I was doing in 2007? Nothing. We had four stations in 2005. Four. We built this. All of us built this. We had four stations. We turned this into something. But that woman got down in that foxhole with me and turned this into something. In 2007, we got married. In 2008, we found out that somebody had stolen seven years of my tax returns. I ain't gonna mention no names. And we owed the government $22 million and we in debt. But then guess what? She stayed with me in that. Then guess what? In 2009, I got Family Feud. In 2009, the book came out. In 2012, the talk show came out. I'm telling you, this woman got in the hole and built this with me. She didn't steal nothing. And I'm tired of y'all talking about my girl. Because my girl is one of the best women I've ever met. And why you black ass people out there got these blogs like you just going to destroy somebody? I don't really know what that's about. But don't worry about it because it ain't working. Because all we are now, we are a tighter two-handed circle. Thank you for doing that. And you're not going to split us up. And we're not going nowhere. And she is none of what you said she is. And she the best chick I know. Now, I'm defending her. And you can feel how you want to feel about that. That's the God in me. But now, listen, let me give you one piece of Steve Hart. If I see your ass, though, 
Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. This is the end of the show. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a morning. I'm proud of you, Shirley. I really am. Yeah, Shirley, I'm, I'm proud, proud of you. Of you. We love it you, takes Shirley. a lot of strength and a lot of courage to do what you did to be transparent like this, Shirley. You tell your story. Don't let other people tell you a story. In our journey in life, we all make mistakes. Surely we all make mistakes. And yeah. we have to, you have to keep asking God to guide your steps. Mm-hmm. Do you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? For sure. Yeah. Can I say this? Yeah, man. We family and we got family members. There's not a moment that I ain't got on Steve nerves and he said, and he, in a private conversation with somebody else, you know what, Tommy got on my damn nerve today. It's not like we haven't said things that we just say, you know what? The junior got on my damn nerve. I'm, I'm sick of junior ass. It, it, I said that to somebody. I've said we've, the same thing, we've, Tom. You know I what I'm saying? This it, morning before I came to work, actually. Tommy getting on your nerves. You said it before you opened the mic. All these damn pictures he's sending. Lord. Ooh. <laughs> Another fish. You know, man, uh, Carla's right. Tommy's right. Nobody wants their private thoughts brought Come on, man. Nobody. Do you know what would happen if any of us had our private thoughts and private conversation aired? Lord, yeah, I do. We wouldn't <laughs> have no damn. Free. We wouldn't have a morning show. Y'all wouldn't be. Y'all show wouldn't have a job out there. I, I just think that everybody. We don't live in a world that's forgiving anymore. Not at all. We don't live in a kind world anymore. We live in a fallen world. But we do have a lot of huge fans on this show. And we do understand that there's a lot of people who love us. The problem, and I've said it a hundred times, is hate is louder than love. But love is stronger. And we all going to have to learn that lesson. And as, and as much as I want to get out there and change things, and as much as I wish people would stand up and back me more, that ain't the world we live in. We live in a social media climate and everybody's idea is to tear somebody down to get clicks. Mm. And we're just not going to sit here and let you click this sister's life away. And I'm not going to sit here no longer and let you destroy my wife's image and character. It's hard. And we need each other to support each other to show love. Now, look, man, do I expect this to change anything? Probably not. But you know what? At least it feel good to say your piece. Sometimes, yes. man, yeah. you yes. just want to be able to say your side of it. That's to that. tell your damn story, your truth. Now, are they going to twist it? Yes. Yes. Are they oh, going to yeah. try to flip it and use it against you? Yes. yes. But I got news for you. Isaiah 54, 17 is real. It's the word of God. And I don't care what you do, what God got for me, what God got for you, what God got for Shirley. Ain't nothing you can do about it. What God got for Carla, what God got for Junior, for Tommy, for Monica. is nothing you can do about it. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know what's really crazy, man? Do you know really how YouTube and all this stuff works? Do you know how many tens of thousands of clicks you have to get to make three to five cents? Do you know how many millions of views you got to have to make thousands of dollars? 
But here what happened. When y'all jump on that danger damn down trail and you post your video, what y'all do to each other is y'all cannibalize each other. So if y'all would just leave that one video, everybody would have to go there to see it. And that person could profit. But no, y'all take it like y'all did your music and you spread it on your site. Now a person can go anywhere and get it. Now guess what? Now ain't nobody getting a million views, so don't nobody profit. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I just wish, man, that we as a people would get out the hate business because the hate business don't pay. I don't know if y'all been watching real close, but if you look at anybody out there that's been in the hate business, that don't look real good right now. I don't know if you noticed that. Listen, y'all, there's a, a motivational speaker named George White. And this dude, he released something that has kept me. And I play, I play it to myself every day. I'm gonna play this. This is George White, a motivational speaker. God chose you, so you're gonna have to fight more. You're gonna have to do more. You're gonna have to overcome more. But you're gonna receive more. You're gonna receive more. You who your bloodline been waiting for. And God chose you because he know he can trust you. He know he can trust you. He know you will keep faith when things go bad. He know you that you won't retaliate when people do evil against you. He know that you won't be conformed to this world, but you'll be transformed by the renewal of your mind, by the renewal of your mind, because you chose it. Big dog. That's the God I serve. That's the God we serve. Shirley, you're our girl, you're our family. All is forgiven. We come into work. Tommy. One more, one more thing real important, Shirley. Yes. At least you don't have to cook no more, you know? <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying? Sure. Everything she said. That's what you know what I'm saying, Shirley. I mean, you ain't got to cook no more, Shirley. Shirley. Look at the bright side. There's a silver line. Put the pots and pans up, Shirley. Well, I, I just uh, want to say, you know, thank you guys for letting me finally get that out. I, yes. I've been holding it in for quite Love some you. time. Yes, yeah. Thank you guys. That's all I can say. And Steve, to you, thank you, of course, for not firing me. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't worth losing no job over. I had way worse stuff happen to me. But you know what did? I just found out my fat wheezing ass had oh, to do something. Just do some though. cardio. That's all. Oh, I'm already got me. this. Hey, 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 you forgot. That's an old ass tape. <laughs> you ain't seen me. I'm so fly right now. All right, y'all. Hey, man, y'all keep talking to God. We love you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. 
Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.